guest at Pressure Points with your two favorite sneaky hosts. I'm D, and this is my super secret spy, AJ. We're hitting you with Season 4, Episode 9, Hashashin's Creed, now sponsored by Ubisoft Podcast Enterprises. Find us on Instagram and Twitter at Points of Pressure. Damn, you tried really hard not to make, not to fuck no that up. No double takes there, Ooh, bitch. Fantastic. Don't ever threaten me again to put it on the on the uh, podcast. Are your double takes? Yeah, my fuck, like my fuck ups. <laughs> no, yeah, your fuck ups. Yeah, don't threaten me. We really should though. A couple of them. I mean, we have like a cache of twenty videos of fuck ups and oh, dumb shit <laughs> those we've clips said. Are great. That we're like, oh, let's put this on YouTube. And we never, never, have. never have. If I can make a robot convert the audio clips into video <laughs> then i would do it but i'm too fucking lazy yeah well that makes two of us yeah so how was uh how was your last uh week or whatever uh it was good not not too bad since we last recorded uh you, you do anything uh pff, nothing new got fucking i got a land offer <laughs> an offer to buy some land it was sold. <laughs> we were going to buy PP headquarters in the middle of the desert. Yeah, we were going to use it as our front. <laughs> yes, our laundering our front. Our laundering front for the, like, $6 we make a year. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they want those taxes. Yeah. They want those taxes. But yeah, um, nothing that I can really think of. Yeah, it's because you don't fucking think. Yeah, I mean, I also don't do anything. So yeah, that yeah that's fair. Oh, I bought a GoPro. <laughs> It's charging. Oh, uh, yeah. Just came. We fucked around with that a second ago. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, probably never going to, nothing that we record is ever going to make it yeah. out there. But if it does, yeah. you'll know. And yeah. trust me, it maybe, will be bad. Maybe record some uh, PP adventures, which should be, uh, well, I'd say every, every month, every couple months, we'll throw some... Pictures or video of whatever the fuck we do. Yeah, at least while the weather's good, we'll, yeah. we're gonna try to go out to some some abandoned places, some mines and shit. Yeah, because you know, what the fuck else are we gonna do yeah. in this hellscape? Yeah. Um, I did do something slightly adventurous today. Oh, really? Yeah. So, AJ, as you know, mm-hmm. you ordered groceries, and um. Somebody, somebody switched out one oh, of your Oh, God, your I forgot about that already. Uh, pissed. He, ah! what was it, you ordered coconut, coconut creamer? Yeah, like a, yeah. like an Almond Joy coconut yeah. creamer. Um, they said, oh, it wasn't available. So they grabbed the next closest thing to <laughs> Almond Joy coconuts. And AJ received Fruity Pebble creamer. Ugh, it, so we put it in his. Oh. What coffee is that? Is what's it called? It's Clatcher's House Blend. So it's we a fancy, fancy coffee, we expensive mixed, fancy coffee. We mixed fucking fruity pebbles with Clatcher's House Blend coffee, and it tasted more chemical than if I were to do fucking whippets with a butane lighter. It was fucking <laughs> terrible. Oh my god. Ugh, it tasted so... like dog shit. I don't know what the fuck you would mix that with. Uh, fruity pebbles? Maybe instead of milk? Uh, you just do the creamer? You could mix it with... Um, you can soak some bread in it? Yeah. Oh, God. Oh. I don't know. Maybe mix Ugh. it with water and have some watered-down milk. Ugh. <laughs> I don't I'm fucking pissed. know. It's terrible. I'm pissed. Like, normally, the substitutions are fine. You guys but want any? Let us know. We'll mail it to you. Critical thinking skills. Yeah, in an envelope, we'll just pour it in. <laughs> but you need some critical thinking skills. Like one of the substitutions was instead of shredded sharp cheddar, they got me mozzarella. <laughs> and, you know, like oh god. Oh, I I I don't know. I guess I'm just too oh god. Oh, I guess I'm just too bougie. <laughs> I haven't gone fruity to fruity pebbles sweetener. Uh, you I, bitch. I haven't gone into a store. In like a year, <laughs> so uh, maybe I I'm just the, too bougie and I have to go in. The last time you and I went to a store is when we got stuff for the PP cider. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that's got to be it. Oh, but damn, it was. If you guys are curious, I recommend not buying it. Just read how bad it tastes. It's, it was. It's, it's bad. not worth. 
paying money for that garbage. So now that we got all that out of the way, Oof. now the moment you've all been wanted, wa- you've been wanting, waiting for Jesus me. Christ. Oh, there's uh yeah. So there's been some leaks from from Ubisoft about their next game, Hashashin's <laughs> Creed. Oh no. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Uh, none of that at all. Yeah, uh, no, we're we're actually making a large switch. We're becoming a gaming podcast, officially. Uh, game? What would you even talk about? Like, uh, I don't... I really liked Halo 2's dual wield SMGs. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that's that's all the my knowledge. There was no better story than Barbie's Grand Adventure on <laughs> PS One. <laughs> no, no. Even better was the Captain Crunch game that came in the cereal no, box for no, Captain Crunch. Have, did no. you play that? Do you want to know which one was better? What? The fucking Chex Mix, or not Chex Mix, the Chex game. You got the the CD, CD ROM. Yeah. Of the, like, it was, you're breaking into and trying to protect Chex headquarters (laughs) from an evil slime of brain slugs. I don't know what the fuck. Oh, Jesus. No, I. That game was incredible. Probably uh, Pajama Sam. With the oh, carrot, dude, that one was the good carrot too. with the mask on. Honestly, if if it runs on MS DOS, it's a fucking gem. <laughs> Havarti, provolone. That's the only line that has been dragged <laughs> into my head from that because me and my sister would just repeat oh, that to each other pajamas, on man. end for hours, hours. So now I just remember that. I think you're playing chess with a toaster, and you say Havarti, and he says provolone. Provolone. Yeah, on, gotta love it. But yeah, uh, that is not what. We're moving towards. Nope. Okay. So we're going deep on this one. Let me, I got to zoom into my notes a little bit more. My grandpa eyes can't. Yeah. This is, this there is the we most, go. oh God. 200%. This is the most historically accurate episode we've ever done. Potentially. We'll find out. I think so. And I think this is the oldest that we've done so far. Really? Okay. I think so. I can't remember any ancient history well to be fair after we do an episode we both clear from our memory yeah you can ask me a question about any episode we've done before this even if it was last week's you go i can't what about that sex raft and i go oh that's what it was the sex i'm like what sex raft we're like oh yeah i swear i do a podcast i just don't remember anything about it none of it all right so (laughs) today we're going to be talking about the Hashashin. Hashashin. Pretty much, this is where our modern day term of assassin comes from. It started with the term Hashashin. All right, so we'll 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 show you how it gets there. Hopefully, you know what hash is. Hashish, yes. Yeah, hashish. So in 1090. Ooh, so this is old. an old one. Yeah. Yeah, 1090. Hassan ibn Sabah was fleeing from the Turks. Setting the scene. I like to imagine that he's just running through the desert. <laughs> just cue epic music. And he's just sprinting. This is the, the start of 300. Perfect. Exactly. Sweet. Now that we're in, in the mood. Yeah. So the uh, because of all those abs. Zack Snyder. <laughs> this, is, this episode is directed by Zack Snyder. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, he basically the Turks saw this dude. As a religious, or saw him and his religious group that he had started as a threat, because this dude was recruiting some other people, kind of from the common religion in the area and at the time. I thought you were gonna sneeze. <laughs> no, I'm leaning back. Getting nice. Comfy. All right, lean back, lean back. Pull the wires. Just, just do it quick. No, I was doing it slow okay. so they don't hear anything. No, it's fine. So, basically, he was running away with a small group of followers when he came upon. This citadel up in the mountains on the top of a mountain. And he captured it. Like, it it wasn't super well defended because it was super hard to get to. Yeah. And it wasn't really... It's in the middle of the fucking desert. Well, it was on top of a mountain. Um, And, yeah, it was called uh, Alamat. Alamat? A-L-A-M-A-U-T. Alamat? Let's call it Alamat. Alamat. It's in northern Persia. It's pronounced the Alamo. And he called it his eagle's nest. I have a little note here that says Hitler had no creativity. Uh, I was about to say, I'm like, I mean, that's cool and all, but... Hitler did it Hitler first. T- yeah, Hitler did it first. <laughs> in in the 19, 1930s, later, he or definitely... Or 900 years later. 
He definitely did it first. Oh, 1060. Yeah. 1090. Oh, 1090. Huh. Yeah. So it was his eagle's nest. It was a super well-defended um, citadel. It's 75 miles west of Tehran at 10,000 feet above sea level. So he Jesus. pretty much immediately earned the name the Old Man of the Mountains because Dude, he just lived so up there. Cool. I wish I could be called that. Oh, yeah. He would. He began to recruit. At, at this point, basically, the Turks were like, "All right, fuck this guy. We're not gonna. We're not gonna try to siege a fucking castle ten thousand feet above sea level." That's fuck like that. The, the Turks' entire army was me. They're like, <laughs> "I have to fucking hike up there." Nah, mm. he wins. Defeat. <laughs> I've admitted it. Our fuck it. Surrendered. <laughs> <laughs> Where are our white flags? <laughs> so he started to recruit from the area some. Oh fuck, Shiite Muslims. To join his, what will soon become a fanatical cult. Oh. It's also a cult episode. Oh, hell yeah. So his, he, he named his devotees the Fedayeen. Fedayeen. They were uh, holy warriors. Oh, okay. Yeah, so there's some, a little bit of indoctrination going yeah. on. We'll go into that a little bit. They were, <laughs> this is the Middle Eastern Crusaders. So they actually work with the Crusaders and against the Crusaders oh. a lot. In fact, I'll, I'll just start off. So one of the very few times they actually worked with the Crusaders, the Hashishin were basically, <laughs> or, or, okay, Count Henry of Champagne visited their stronghold basically to negotiate a deal. The Crusades were going on and they wanted to knock off a couple people locally. <laughs> <laughs> and so he, he's walking around with Hassan and he says, you know, he basically says, hey, are all the rumors about your dudes true? Like... How fucking crazy they are. Is this true? And instead of answering... He, he... just said, no, was, he's not a part of it. <laughs> not uh... yet. <laughs> Actually, this part is one of the scenes in Assassin's Creed, the first one. Oh, see, I don't know. So, I've only played one, and we're not going to talk about it. it yeah, it's fine. Cause this is I'll in get, one. I'll get hate. So you're good. I'll get hate mail. So he, uh, instead of answering, Hassan just points to a watchtower where two... Assassins or Hashashin to Ferayin walk out and jump to their death. What? <laughs> yeah, in the game the you jump fuck? into a, a hay bale, but they were just completely ready to put down their lives for him. Uh, no. At a point, I, what actually happened was they had slid the bale of hay underneath, and they were like, "You're good to go. We'll we'll be set for tomorrow." And he comes out. He goes, "Yeah, you see those two guys over there? They're gonna jump to their deaths." They turn to each other like. We got it. That's why. And then they He's land in the hay bale and snap their necks. Just at that moment, a farmer's like, oh my God, free hay. Takes the cart. Boom. Two dead Hashasins. Definitely. That's what that's happened. That's what happened. Yeah. I'm, I'm bogarting your episode. Yeah. Hey, that's fine. You always do. <laughs> What's new? No. <laughs> so, I always hit you with those hypotheticals. Pow. The hypothetical? That wasn't a hypothetical. Uh, uh, with my historical facts. Oh, my yes. My interpretation of history. Inter there you go. All right, you're a revisionist asshole. <laughs> I wrote uh. the Bible. <laughs> Rewrote. Rewrote. I perfected. Call Re me King James. Retranslated. <laughs> All right, so he would, you know, that that was kind of one of the one of the uh, stories I wanted to throw in early about them, just to show you the level of indoctrination the that we're building dedication. towards. Yeah. So Hassan, Hassan would go down into nearby towns and basically buy poverty-stricken boys oh, from baby. their family, and he would put them into camps all together and basically train them as suicide commandos. Would you say that he groomed them? He one hundred percent groomed them. <laughs> If he was on YouTube, oh, he he would God, have grooming charges. No. Make it stop. Mm -mm. Uh. So at at the same time as training them as soldiers, he would spiritually indoctrinate them. He slowly would convince them that the teachings of Islam were incorrect and they were misled about the teachings of Muhammad, and that the only way that they could reach paradise is in obedience, blind obedience to Hassan, because he is the true incarnation of God on earth. You know where we fucked up. Where'd we fuck up? We should have called this episode the Middle Eastern Joseph Smith. Fa. I told you we should have done the episode before the intro. <laughs> nah, we're good. I, you know what? Put in the tags. Yeah. We don't tag <laughs> it'll anything. Be the, it'll be the subtitle. <laughs> oh. Damn. 
That's pretty good. All right. So, so, so he basically convinced. I'm just double checking. Mm-hmm. He convinced them that their god still existed, but it was the wrong interpretation of it. Correct. Basically, he is the incarnation of God on Earth. Oh, that he was. God. He is oh, okay. the incarnation of God. So he, yeah, early on, it was basically just some camps around. And then if they kind of went down the path of this, if they tried to pursue his path and they believed him, then he would bring them up to the to the citadel. Oh, okay. But at the same time, he was training them as suicide bombers, essentially, without bombs. Like, he was training them to fight until suicide they're dead. Suicide dive bombers. <laughs> and that that's a really big part of it. Like, this is basically where the idea of suicide warriors came from. Oh. There's not a lot of documentation of it before and, this. Oh, wow. Jesus. So we can blame this guy for uh, 9-11. There. We did it here first. What? God. Okay, so. I fucking hate you. <laughs> moving past that. Hot take. It's a spicy take <laughs> on a, this episode. It's a very spicy points. take. I'm sorry. Oh, I haven't even been drinking. I love it. Yeah, even better. Uh, so, yeah, he. <laughs> Unfiltered raw opinions of AJ. One one of the things that he would do to indoctrinate some people and to convince them that he had these powers are fantastic. Like, we could have thought this shit up. He would <laughs> Which have... Which means it's little to no effort. He had one of his assistants, one of the Fedayeen who's already very devoted, dig a hole in front of his throne. Okay. Then that Fedayeen would go into that throne, or into that hole... Okay. Hassan would throw a carpet over them with a hole cut in it and poke his head out and then put like a tray that was cut in half with a hole cut in it. So it looked like it was a head on a tray. Then he'd pour blood over it. <laughs> so he's just using fucking like bad, <laughs> just campy ass illusions. Yeah. Oh my. He's like, okay, now just, you can breathe, but don't do it loudly. <laughs> exactly. Oh do my. Do it through your nose. God, nose. dude. Your do nose. it through your nose. <laughs> Oh my god, that's amazing! It's really hilarious. So then he would I want bring a tattoo in tattoo of this guy's like this dude on my back. Now. Oh yeah, Full all across piece. the back. Yeah. So he would then have you know five to ten new recruits walk up to the th- while he's sitting on the throne and say, "I have all these powers, you know, given by God because I am the incarnation oh of God, and god. I can control the angels and death itself." And then he would go, "Woo, abracadabra or whatever," and the guy would wake up, come back to life, just the head. And say, where's my body? No, he'd say, this is the paradise that I saw after following this man. He has gardens of milk and honey rivers and women everywhere and willing to do whatever the fuck you wanted. And and you can only do it. I learned from the angels and from God that you can only do it by following this man. The only problem is in the afterlife, (laughs) you're just that you're around from the neck up. That's the only problem. Just, yeah, I don't know if I'm sold. So then they would go, and then he'd go, rawr, rawr, and I'm dead. Um, <laughs> That's what he said. He yeah. goes, dead, dead again. And then Jesus. Hassan would be like, Here is my, here's my proof to you. You want to join? And they'd be like, oh, my, oh God. my God. Yes, dude. we're in, 100%. Uh, AJ, we are we, in. We would have... We would have been such fucking scam artists if we were born <laughs> 500 years ago. Oh, yeah. Oh, Easily. I mean, we still are. Well, we yeah. We are currently, yeah. <laughs> Sorry for those of you that are actually paying us for for episodes. But I appreciate it. Yeah, we appreciate it, but you, I, got, you got jinxed. So we, uh, at this point, all the people are like, oh, yes, we're we're joining. And they're talking like, oh, my God, this is crazy. And after they leave, the Fedayin gets out of the hole, fills it back in, and then gets beheaded. What? <laughs> and then they put his head on a stake. What so the that they fuck? don't see him around in the oh, Citadel so he later. Doesn't give away. Oh, okay. <laughs> I see. That makes sense. Rather than just saying, you would, and I fused his head back onto to, his body. To be, quite, to be honest with you, if I were running this, I would have just made him put on like a fake mustache. Right? Yeah. Easy. Like, easy peasy. If they're going to believe that I brought a head back to life, they're going to believe that I so recruited that was my this brother. guy's twin. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, man, he fucked up. Uh, fantastic. So- Already, this is the kind of level of indoctrination that you could get away with. Oh, my God, I love this. Another thing that he did, and this was so extra, and I love it. Because remember, 75 miles from the nearest, like, big city, essentially. Yeah. 
10,000 feet above sea level, and this dude created a secret garden in the eagle's nest. Ooh, okay. It had rivers of honey and milk. <laughs> Not bad. Trickling down the rocks. And then he would just pay a bunch of prostitutes to live in the secret garden. So far, so good, right? Uh, my question is, what's the source of the milk? I don't like this. Prostitutes in the garden. Barrels. Just barrels. Mm. Barrels of milk that yeah, the prostitutes had to bring up that. with them. I don't know about... Pack mules. It sounds like some titty milk. Maybe. I don't trust it. Well... Some nice, some nice warm, body warmth afternoon <laughs> milk. Ooh, nice. In the sun. With some honey that's drizzled down the riverbed. <laughs> Just spit out the big pieces. <laughs> spit out the pebbles. You know, the chunks. Yeah. I gotta chew you. I gotta. Nothing. I think that was one of the chunks I was chewing on. Um, so you know, he made this beautiful, veritable paradise on Earth. A little oasis at the top oh, yeah. of this mountain. So basically, he would say, "Oh, you know, those five to ten people who are like, yes, we'll join." He'll say, "Okay, come back this evening, and I'll throw a feast for you." So they would be sitting down, they'd be feasting, and he'd break out the hookah, oh, and they would get yeah. fucking blazed on some hashish, just yeah. what was out of their mind. Garden until he, poppies, pretty much poppy seeds and uh, not poppy seeds and weed, <laughs> poppies and and weed. Yeah, and he would basically get them to smoke until they passed out. Sold. I I'm in. Does this already make me a part of the hashishin? Well, yes. Yes, do I'm you, in. Wait, wait. Do you fall for simple parlor tricks? I mean, I was Mormon for- Okay, perfect. You're like in. 18 years. <laughs> so they, uh, you know, had this fantastic feast. They pass out. Hassan and the Fedayeen that are already part of it, pick them up and carry them and drop them off in the middle of the garden. Oh, I thought you were going to say off the side. I was like, what no, the no. fuck was the point of recruiting them? No, into the okay. garden. They wake up, and suddenly they're in this paradise. This, oh, God. And all the women are there, and they'll do whatever the fuck you oh, want them to Jesus do. Jesus Christ. And there's you know literal rivers of milk and honey, and there's fruit, and just, oh, like, God. super wealthy. So, you know, they'd party for a couple hours, and the prostitutes would then produce, uh, they would produce, uh, I guess not prostitutes. That's not the right term for it. Escorts. Seductresses? <laughs> Oh, okay. Whatever it sure, is. whatever. The women yeah, the would produce, women. would would bring out more hash. And they say, all right, get smoking until they pass out again. And then they take them back to the- They bring them back in and then they wake up and they think no time has gone when really a day has passed. 24 and, hours has gone by and, he, and these guys have been fucked up. Yeah, and Hassan basically says, hey- that was paradise. Yes, the oh, angels allowed me to show you, to give you a taste oh my of paradise. God, so if you listen to me, you follow me, and you go on these missions that are... If you die during a mission, you get to go there. If you survive one of those missions that you were supposed to die on, I, my angels will allow you to go back to this heaven on earth, this paradise... Or not on earth, this paradise for a couple more hours. Oh, so he basically had, he conned them right there. Yeah. So whether or not they survived the mission, they thought they were going to go back. And if they yeah. did, he would make them smoke until they pass out and do the same trick. Jesus. The old switcheroo. Not bad. Smart. This guy knows what he's book. doing. I'm impressed. Like there's quite a bit I, of indoctrination. Here. I will no longer insult him and say that he's the Joe Smith because this dude's got him beat by like tenfold. This oh, is yeah. impressive. I, you didn't, Joe, yeah, Joe's those, those 18 years, you didn't get any women. Drugs. Yeah. You got no women in 18 years. <laughs> yeah. No women, no drugs. No honey. Yeah. No breast milk. Yeah. Well, what the fuck? Maybe. I don't know. No breast milk from outside the family. <laughs> no. Oh, no. Oh, God. <laughs> Nothing like mother's breast milk <sighs> to really wake you up in the morning. Put in my coffee. Grandma's breast milk. Ugh. It's it's richer. It's cottage cheese. Oh. It's butter. It's Grandma's butter at that butter. point. Grandma's <laughs> butter. We should start a butter company called Grandma's Butter. Grandma's breast butter. I can't believe it's not Grandma's butter. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh no. Oh, this is so. He basically had them in a vice. Yeah. He was able to convince these guys. <laughs> Honestly, what convinces people better to join your cult than drugs? Sex, drugs, sex, <laughs> rock and roll, and, like fucking. I'm going to use it, Valhalla. 
Essentially. Boom. We've been sponsored officially. Boom. No, we're not. Just got the email. We do legally have to say uh, we're not sponsored. Send that cease and desist. We are waiting for a cease and desist, <laughs> but luckily we don't put our address out there, so I don't know how they get it to us. Yeah, if we had bought that land, they'd have it. We should have. Send Fuck. it to. Our, that would have been so good. We'll find more. All right. Okay, so uh, let's see. So at this point, they were around for like over 150 years, this order. So in that time, basically from the beginning... They they never had an army, and uh, they were feared by crusaders, kings, sheikhs, sultans, basically any level of nobility at all. So he's, is he still recruiting more people, or was it he just got like this handful and was like, yo, be my dedicated dudes? At their peak, they had 2,000 people. Oh, shit. Yeah. I was thinking just like a small coalition of like, 15 guys no, max. No. See, the thing is, they, they never had a kingdom and they never had an army. They weren't after land. They were just doing missions for people. Like, some guy would come up and say, hey, I want you to kill this guy. And they and Hassan or one of the other men of the mountain would say, okay, give me money. Yeah. And they just kept doing this. And the thing for about the 2,000 like people is there weren't 2,000 people, like, at the citadel. These people would be like across deep undercover, working as peasants, working as guards, working as um, just any faithful servants for six years. Jesus. Just all infiltrating every kingdom in the area. Oh, like, my God. It dude. was so smart. That's awesome. And because Hassan convinced the Fedayeen that death in the line of duty was an instant transfer to paradise, they fought with no fear of death. They fought with with a, almost a happiness, like a, a zealotry of, sweet, I'm going to kill the fuck out of all these dudes because I'm literally working for God. Yeah, and I mean, on top Similar of Similar to the Crusades, They, they already know, well, they believe they know mm -hmm. what the afterlife is. So they're like, I don't have anything to fear. I've already I have, gone there. Yeah, zero doubts. I've seen it. Mm -hmm. Why the fuck would I be scared of losing my life? And it completely gets rid of any kind of... You know, wow. moral questioning because yeah. you've been there and, and the it. person who brought you there says, you need to kill these people and then you'll go here. Yeah, and you already There's got- There's no moral question. You There's already no... got three sticky honey hand jobs. Like, <laughs> fuck yeah, well, you're all set. Honey hand job should have been the, the <laughs> we, title. We fucked up. Fuck. We should have just done the episode. Uh, oh, But yeah, but yeah like, like that's it the... makes sense that you would put your life on the line if you've already seen what you perceive to be yeah. the afterlife. And and. You don't have any moral Damn. qualms about killing people. You don't care that you're killing these humans. See, this is because where you and there. I would fuck up. Is we wouldn't think that far ahead. Yeah, we'd just be like, "Oh shit, they're all so baked, and I'm recovering. I'm, I'm not gonna I'm pick them up. Fucking you stoned, hungover. Let's just leave them. Yeah, <laughs> we'll and tell them that Valhalla was the uh, good night's rest they just got. <laughs> Too lazy." <laughs> That that is Valhalla. So yeah, it's they a they good fought. Night sleep yeah. forever. Oh, beautiful! I I want that so much. That's exactly what it is. In real life. Beautiful. Just a nice dirt nap. Your best sleep ever, for eternity. Oh, that sounds great. Yeah, bring on that sweet release. Hell yeah! So they yeah they they fought without the fear of death. They mastered disguises, languages. Like they would meet together because they you know they would occasionally meet back up at the citadel. In different groups and at different times, but they would exchange knowledge. They would say, oh, you hear about this local culture? I'm going to teach you about this local culture. Jesus. I'm going to teach you this language. I'm going to teach you this language. So these members, at the same time as being completely religiously indoctrinated, were extremely smart. Well above what they should have because of the just the exchange of knowledge that would happen. That's, I mean, this shit is impressive. And yeah. I don't know, I mean, well, I know why I've never heard about it because of where it comes from. But it's like, it's just crazy. Yeah. It's some cool shit. It's, uh, they, pff, I never thought that the, that the, uh, Assassin's Creed games had any kind of historical <laughs> accuracy to yeah. it besides like the major events, of course, that you go through or like, of course, I knew the Crusaders were, the Templars and Crusaders and shit were, were a thing, but like, yeah, but, I don't know the Assassins were actually a thing. But didn't know the thing. actual, like, the Creed of Assassins. Oh, I, I see what you did there. That, uh, it was obviously not crazy historically accurate. Yeah, they, but they it, definitely skirted the religious yeah, zealotry. A historical-based society. Yeah, even just the castle, the citadel that they start at. 
Find now on Ubisoft Games. <laughs> Ubisoft.com. Forward slash Enter PP. In, yeah. Enter in our promo code PP15 to get 15% no, off of any, any low-priced and on-sale game. Ah, beautiful. There was Honestly, like, we should Now be we know how good we would do with ads. We would do so good with ads. It's coming. I hope we're gonna, so. We're going to get sponsored it, but... by Kmart. <laughs> Big lots. <laughs> savers. I wouldn't mind that. I wouldn't mind I that. I fuck with savers. Hey, if I, if I get a discount, fuck. I'm t- we should try to get sponsored by the church. It wouldn't happen. It but wouldn't. we should just submit just a request. Just submit it and see. Just submit a request. Just a couple middle fingers. Can a church legally sponsor I something? doubt it, but I think it would be hilarious to at least send a request. Let's do it. All let's right, let's do it. Let's type something up we'll, we'll type it up. After we go to Best Buy. <laughs> yes. Or Target. I'm thinking about Target. All right, so they basically... Of course, assassinations had happened before this. Human beings have been alive for who knows how long. Of course, people have been assassinating each other. Just what we do. It's what sets us Cain apart from, assassinated the, from the monkey brain. <laughs> and But the thing that the the Fedayin did, they, they turned assassinations into art. Ooh. They would, they would time it perfectly to line up with like a large public event. Oh, I, th- I was thinking like Ed Gain style. They wouldn't chop people up <laughs> too much, but they would definitely leave a uh, leave a warning fucking... in their corpses. Sometimes they would just, you know, do horrible things like disembowel them horrifically just to scare people. Your, your controversial view husband gets assassinated. You come home from the grocery store, and for some reason you have this nice Cereal tan-colored... Oh couch that you never had before you're like this is beautiful oh my god i recognize that skin and the uh fedayin fedayin yeah Yeah, fedayin it's just like sitting outside rubbing his hands together he's like well i hope they enjoy it (laughs) my handiwork has once again been successful boom let's go to paradise so they make artwork like they would no no like it, it became oh sorry artful. not artwork like it was so well done I see it became artful and you know they're at this point they're they're infiltrating estates as peasants as servants as guards like they they held basically every position in society below no nobility oh so they could be anywhere and you never knew what would happen you know where they were when they would strike. Uh, let's see. So much yeah. like cancer, exactly like cancer. The reputation of the order was so strong that monarchs just everywhere would be terrified to even talk bad against them oh. or even acknowledge them because a lot of times they would, you know, They're they don't like, want attention yeah. that. Yeah. Because they never knew who was going to, who in their, you know, close group of friends who they've been friends with for five years would be an assassin. Ignorance is bliss. Yeah. So I've got a couple a couple hey, examples. Hmm? Are you Fedayin? Are you Fedayin, you, you You'll never bitch? know. Fuck. Their signature weapon. Oh, God, I shouldn't have asked. Son of a bitch. Well, next week it's just going to be one host. <laughs> <laughs> so we're transitioning a, a power structure change. <laughs> I'm getting replaced next episode. <laughs> By uh, Microsoft Sam or whatever oh, it is. Microsoft Sam. <laughs> So, uh, let's see, I'm not going to be good at these names, as you all already know, but Seljuk Sultan Senyar was talking shit on the assassins publicly when all of a sudden one day he just up and made a truce with them because he woke up in his locked bedroom with a dagger in his pillow (laughs) right next to his head. Way, way more lame than a horse head in his bed, but I'll take it. It is, but... But remember, this I is would still, 900 years ago. I would let out or, a little bit of pee-pee. Yeah, this was this was prior to Godfather, surprisingly enough. Yeah, you, you, who would have thought? <laughs> Most of the stuff that we do is post. Yeah. Uh, let's Jesus, see. so a dagger in the pillow next to him, just boop. In his royal chambers with guards outside all the doors. Uh-oh. Yeah, just stabbed in the pillow. Oof. Uh, let's see, there was a theology professor who was talking shit about the sect because they were considered extremists. Mm-hmm. And... His best student confronted him after class, knife to the throat, and said, take this bag of gold and shut the fuck up, or I will murder you in front of this classroom. Dude, I wish I had balls that big. Right? God, I could get so much more shit done. I'd just go, we, listen. We'd get so many more sponsors. You, you talk shit on pressure points ever again, I will deface you on the episode. 
I will peel <laughs> your face off a on snuff episode. Channel. I will peel your episode. Yeah, I will peel, peel your episode. episode. I will peel your face off on our Patreon. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. This is me saying I will not do that. <laughs> I am too much of a bitch, and even if I wasn't that much of a bitch, I still wouldn't do it. Unless you push me too far. You don't want to see me when I'm angry. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. But oh. Damn, dude. So, I I mean, I guess it makes sense he gave him gold, but, like, that's just some ballsy shit. Super I am ballsy. part of it. Don't. Don't talk shit. Don't do this. We will kill you. Mm-mm-mm. Mm-mm. Bad decision. One of my favorite things about learning about this group was they would pretty much all the time play both sides of the conflict, whatever that. it was. If there were two sultans fighting over land, there would be assassins in both sides. <laughs> oh, shit. Like, they didn't care because they're not going to assassinate their own people. So, like, if they're assassins on one side and yeah. they're supposed to go kill off this sultan and then that sultan pays the assassins to go kill off the other sultan, they just kill both. Who gives yeah. a shit? They get paid either way. <laughs> like Profit. Yeah, exactly. Stonks. Stonks. Stonks up. So one one part during one of the crusades, they were really uh, useful because there were there were a couple internal struggles that were happening, and any kind of conflict there are internal struggles, and the assassins were perfect to end it. So like if you are a ruler and one of your nobles is talking shit and you don't like them and you want them to go away, but you can't banish them or kill them yourself, it would look bad against the other nobility. Yeah. You hire the assassins. Yeah, come in and set him, set him on the right path. Kill him. <laughs> That's yeah. what I mean. <laughs> so the uh, they assassinated a lot of the crusaders, <laughs> a lot of them. Jesus, I love it. Obviously, because of the religious stuff, but also because there was a lot of power struggles that different Christians would. <laughs> Correct. The Christians would never have power you're, struggles. You're right. I'm so glad we have these plosive filters you? on. Otherwise, that would have sounded like shit. Yeah, I know. That sounded good. That was a good pop. That was good. Uh, So, let's see. There was one event where the assassins were hired to kill Conrad of Montferrat. Ooh, wait, what? He was a noble. It started out promising until you finished Montferrat. Montferrat. There. So, these two assassins basically put on Christian monks' robes and went to a convent and became monks for six months. Fuck, dude. They lived That's there sick. for six fucking months until they finally had an opportunity to kill this dude. They murdered him in cold blood in front of a bunch of people, made it super obvious that it was them. And then uh, during the escape, they actually got caught and they were tortured. And Uh-oh. through the torturing, they're like, who the fuck sent you, essentially? And they fessed up because they didn't give a shit because they're going to heaven. Yeah. Because they're dying in the line of duty. So they they're said, yeah. They're about to get fucking... <laughs> They're about to get honey hand jobs forever. Yeah. They're set. So they said, okay, well, the people who sent us to kill this guy was uh, King Richard of England, the oh Lionhearted. Oh, God, <laughs> yes. So the King of England hired these guys. Like, these guys were fucking legit. Hell yeah. <laughs> it always surprises me how how far-reaching. It's like, yeah, I'm the king of this entire country that hates your entire religious group. And is currently raising your, you know, the land or near and around you, raping and pillaging and all this stuff. But I'm going to hire you to to clean up my own trash. Wow, dude. That's so amazing. Good. Oh, Fucking I, scope I love of it. these guys. That shit's impressive. Oh, yeah. So, so they, they had people in Syria, Iran, uh, Persia, and parts of Europe. Like, all over the yeah. Middle East and Europe. <laughs> they were huge super spread out so between 1090 when they were officially started at the citadel even though they probably started a little bit before that and 1256 so oh god that's like yeah about 150 years a little a little more than 150 years they were eight grandmasters of the mountain basically when when he died the entire thing was he was you know the incarnation of god on earth so he will reincarnate to his chosen person so when they got close to death they basically chose one of the fedayeen and said so i will reincarnate into you <laughs> okay i was like so did he pass along uh hey here are my sneaky little parlor tricks yeah 
Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah, straight up. Uh, in fact, a lot of the more indoctrinated Fedayeen were completely aware of the tricks. But they didn't care because they were so indoctrinated yeah. that they would follow him blindly no matter what. They knew well, they were digging a hole in front of his throne. They I knew mean, the secret garden existed because they kept having to go to town to purchase barrels and barrels and barrels of milk and honey yeah. every week. Jesus, that's <laughs> like, amazing. There's there's no way the upper like group was going to give shit up. Knew, yeah. or didn't know, I should yeah. say. There's no way the, the upper echelon, I guess, of these Fedayeen didn't know about the shit because somebody had to buy the milk and honey and the process and the, and the sex workers. Like they had to know, but they were either too indoctrinated, didn't give a shit, or they were just in on it because they knew they had a chance to become the next grandmaster. Hell yeah. Like who knows? But I, I, I love it. There were, so there were eight of them in 1256. The Mongols invaded the area. No, they, they ended up destroying the sect within Iran and Syria. So not, not everybody. Okay. But quite a large group of their people. It was interesting because they had a lot of similar enemies. They could have made extremely useful allies to each other. Yeah. But the Mongols were like, nah, fuck these guys because the Mongols were extremely anti-religious. Yeah. So. They could have been, like, could you imagine the Mongols with the assassins? Jesus Christ. Dude. That would have been unstoppable. Imagine Already fucking... more unstoppable than the Mongols were. God. Oh, my Lord, dude. And to a point, they actually did work together a couple of times. Genghis Khan was a Mongol, correct? Yeah. Or am I wrong? No. Yeah. Imagine that son of a bitch as a Fedayeen. I think at this point, it was his grandson... Who was leading the Mongols? Oh, okay. But even I then, think, like he's but, got yeah. he's got some Genghis oh, blood. Oh yeah. I mean, we Jesus all have some Genghis Christ. blood. Yeah. Well, that's fair. But yeah, dude, that shit's. Yeah. Can you imagine that shit? This would be a different planet. Oh yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. So they basically they lost a lot of their shit, their other fortresses. Like at, at this point, if they wanted to, they could just take over a fortress. Suddenly, it's an assassin's out. Yeah. Outpost. Boom. Like they could do that anytime, and they did that. Yeah. Multiple times. Sometimes they would just be paid in, oh, here's this fort. <laughs> Here you go. Please. Go assassinate 75 people. Fuck yeah. To like just kill them and you can take their area because- Pretty much. Just don't cause problems with us. Yeah. Or you'll kill us. Well, it's it's also <laughs> a level of, uh, please, please take this. I hope this is enough payment. Yeah. I'm going to overpay you so that you don't think I'm trying to rip it's you fair. off. They're like- they're like, uh, you can take the castle's payment. Just please, please don't come after us. Yeah. Please. Um, so at, at this point, they they launched a two-year attack on the eagle's nest because it was so well defended. It, you know, m- throughout history, this castle has been attacked multiple times, but it's always super easily defended with how fucking high yeah, up it is. Yeah, how high up it is. And how, like... I mean, they, they couldn't light it on fire. Yeah, they, and I'd, I'd also assume that it's like a one road to the top. Pretty much. And it's the worst fucking road. <laughs> yeah. Drawbridge over a crevasse. Yeah. Good luck getting an entire army across, like, all the way up there. I think it was two years after the end of the Assassins, Marco Polo learned and wrote a lot about them. So a lot of this information oh, comes from him. Jesus. But, like, he, he wrote that they would have to... they would try to use hammers and picks like on the roof or on the wall and it wouldn't even dent it. It wouldn't really? even scratch it. What it was so strong. Jesus. The rock in the area was just so strong. Nothing could be lit on fire. And there was there was just it had water and it had a shitload of areas. Basically throughout the last, you know, couple hundred years, they had been carving into the rock to make vessels for water and food and oh my God. they'd just been stocking up on shit. Yeah. Jesus. So you know, across those two years, they still had plenty of food and supplies and provisions uh, left to last over five years, which is crazy. That's like, a lot of raisins. That's a lot of raisins. <laughs> <laughs> but they, uh, the, the thing that the Mongols had on everybody else who tried to attack the castle is they had the Chinese engineers. Sorry, enginers. Enginers. Fuck you. So the Chinese, <laughs> the Chinese engineers had modern siege equipment. They knew, they understood so much more about engineering, about how to circumvent this old construction. Ah, I see. But they didn't actually get to that point. Like, they launched some attacks and stuff, but they weren't super successful. The thing that got them is the Mongols captured the mountain lord, 
just before the siege. Uh-oh. And they treated him extremely well. Oh, okay. Extremely well. The Mongols were like, nah, you're you're good. Like <laughs> slightly out of fear. They're like Actually, yeah, a little bit. We won't completely fuck with him because there's a chance we have some fucking sneaky boys in our in our infantry. Yeah. They were uh oh, I totally skipped over this part. When the Mongols were invading Syria and Iran, they kept running into people wearing mail, like chain mail under their clothing. And every time they asked them about it, they said Oh, it's because the assassins, they could strike any time. Oh, my God. So people would just wear chain mail under their regular clothing. <laughs> Jesus. Because they figured any time I go into public, I'm a target. God, dude, that's wild. Yeah, so they they captured the Mountain Lord, and they were like, hey, retreat. The people in the castle were like, eh, we don't need to, even though you have him. Even if you kill him, he'll just reincarnate. He's a god. Who gives a shit? So they, they kind of held out for a little bit. Eventually, they did surrender. It's not super clear why, because they yeah, could have survived for years say. and years more. It, it is, they think, related to the leader had being oh, captured, even though they knew... The leader was like, listen, I know that this, I know this I'm heaven a God. isn't actually a thing, so, uh, yeah, I'm going to take the L on this one. <laughs> yeah. And they, uh, yeah, they, they survived under the Mongols for a while. Jesus. Even though they lost their citadel. Fucking impressive. <laughs> yeah. I've been wanting to do a, a, an episode on Genghis Khan and uh, Genghis Kong, Genghis Khan and um, <laughs> Subatai, his little buddy. Mm-hmm. It's like right hand man. It's it would be good. That would be yeah, a big if, episode. Yeah, it's it. That's why I've been hesitant <laughs> on it. But uh, yeah, the they were just fucking ruthless. Like when mm-hmm. you think about, um, obviously, it's not on the exact same level, but the level of like uh, Ragnar, Ragnar, right? Ragnarok. I don't know. The fucking crazy ass Viking that they just burned through villages, raped their way to like the top. That level of just savagery and like refusal to stop. Well, that was the fucking Mongols doing. When they like, captured the mountain base, the Eagle's Nest, they. Uh, killed every assassin in there, including infants. Yeah, like, that's just what I in their mean. bed. Like Is they didn't they give just, a shit. They don't give a. Fuck. They beheaded everybody, and you know they they were really good at making a statement. But yeah, they they ended up surviving beyond good the Mong the Mongols who were eventually defeated by the Egyptian Mamelukes. Oh okay. Those Mongols went fucking far. I never realized that they went all the way there, all the way to the. Uh, all the way to Egypt. Like, uh-huh. I had no idea they went that far. That's crazy. But, I didn't either. I thought that yeah. they were mainly just like the, what, Chinese Empire? Yeah, just the East. Yeah. Right? But no, they, they made it all the way to the Egyptian Mamelukes when they were defeated. Pretty soon after that, they were defeated by the Mameluke Sultan Baybars. So Mameluke's a bit closer. Mm-hmm. They were finally weakened enough that a sultan could basically say, fuck all of you. And even though there's not really, it's not really, at this point, they're just hiding. Yeah. Like, they don't have a citadel. They don't have forts anymore. They're just, like, in society. So, they say they defeated the rest of the assassins. But, they're but just, it's, yeah. There's Still, no way, you know, they Jesus weren't just Christ. hiding as a peasant somewhere. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. Like, they went undercover in that uh, monastery for six fucking months Right? Monastery? Yeah, six Maryland? months. Yeah. Playing six Christians, months. by the way. Yeah, totally opposite of where they Speaking are. Speaking a different language. Yeah. it's It wouldn't surprise yeah. me if it, obviously, I don't know if it continued to the extent because they didn't have such a fortified, mm-hmm. like, citadel. But I'm but, sure it continued for a, a couple oh, generations. Yeah, I'm, sure. I'm sure. It was just extra sneaky. Yeah, super like, stealthy, sneaky shit. I love it. Yeah, so freaking cool. Flipping awesome, flipping awesome, uh, bra. Buddy. That's freaking. Sorry, cool, bra's dude. inappropriate, yeah, dude. Brother, brother, brother. Fr- fucking cool, brother. Brother. Oh god. Let's go get on our Harleys. Ah, fucking kill me. <laughs> that's that's some wild shit, and they're ah. still around. Today. And they're still around to this day. Sponsored by Ubisoft. <laughs> Sometimes, if you black go, flag, if you go into a dark bathroom and whisper. Seventeen times, your house will spawn into a fucking mountain that goes ten thousand feet above sea level, 
Yep. And you're one of them. You become one of them. You learn all the languages. It's true. So the moral of the story is if you're going to start a religious cult, get really good at like magician's tricks. Yeah. Uh, just, Simple illusions. Yeah. Erase everything about Joe Smith. Skip that shit and go straight to this much better cool shit. Oh, yeah. Way cooler. Yeah. Fucking awesome. Hell yeah. I Drink some love some this. river honey and suck some, some, some titty, titty milk. milk. Titty, titty river milk. This is why we're never going to be sponsored. Nah, we say shit like this. Hell. We're never going to get around to it. Um, but yeah, that's fucking go. nuts. I love it. The assassins. The, you heard it here first. The next Assassin's Creed game. It's going to be based on this. I mean, the first Assassin's Creed game was based on this. Yeah, they're going to remake it. I mean, I wouldn't mind. I'm pretty sure they already did a remaster. They're going to remake the remaster. I don't... Oh, okay. Like I you get to play as the old man on the mountain. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you just get to recruit... Uh, what did we decide they were? Not prostitutes, but really hot bad bitches. Uh, sex workers? Yes. Is that, is that the acceptable I term? I, I, I ask every time. I don't... Well, I thought you were... I'm trying to do my best. Seductresses. Uh, oh, yes. That's, that's the entire game. Is Suck you, you just, by. You wander around... Uh, Persia, and you just... Tehran. Yeah, you wander around Tehran and recruit seductresses. That's Perfect. all the game is. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. I, I'd pay for that. I'd pay 60 bucks, AAA. There's, there's you your Assassin's Creed TI. leak. Yeah, Assassin's Creed leak. You hear, you hear it here first. <laughs> we'll be releasing gameplay footage next week. <laughs> oh, God. I got three seconds of gameplay footage that shows up the tit physics. By the way... Mm-hmm. uh my girlfriend was playing what is it um code vein i don't know some i don't know what that is uh it's like a japanese anime styled game and within the first like 30 seconds i just turned and i was like are you fucking kidding me because the person like helping her along is this big titty chick <laughs> who her Boobs are shaking when the wind blows. Oh, I was wow. It was just That's like a strong what gust the of wind. Fuck? And I mean, of course, they're just like it was like they were doing the wave. <laughs> ten out of ten. That's great. Oh goodness. Well, so, yeah. yeah you... Thank you guys for uh, listening. Send us any slide into them DMs. I hope you can hear my chair when I'm Slip leaning back. Slide. slide into the DMs if you, you know, advice, questions, uh, yeah. ideas. Suggestions. Been seeing a couple people messaging us. Thank you, guys. Yes. We love it. Always feel free to reach out. Feedback. Even if you think we're idiots, by all means, talk Please. to us about yeah. it. If you want to, if you're a... Uh, an editor for the Daily Mail or know an editor for the Daily Mail, send them our way. We'll interview. <laughs> or the New York Post. Yeah, any, any, actually any kind of publication at all. Even if they just write us. their own publication, I don't care. Yeah, I don't care. Pop your on. own newsletter. Yeah, family newsletter. Yeah. We'll talk to you. So you can check send us out. Send us your mother. <laughs> send us your mom's emails <laughs> and uh, we'll, get, we'll get back to her. Yeah. So, uh, you know... Special thanks to all our patrons. You can get us a pray. You can check out more Patreon. No, Patreon.com at forward slash points o pressure. Right? Ooh, I'm pretty sure that's it. Uh, sure. And uh, special thanks to D's Nuts, Nordic Thunder, uh, Dark Runner, Haley, Casey McFacey, and I'm sure Sexual Vanilla will be right back. He's not on the wow. list today. He's got. He's out. But I'm. I'm. A, I, I'm a, I actually know that. Uh, he's between paychecks right now. He's a little poor boy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to call him out on it right now. I'm going to well, go. Yeah. Thank over you to guys. His house. But thank you guys. Much appreciated. Um, find and, us yeah. on, you know, Instagram, the socials, Twitter, sh- Instagram, uh, fucking Twitter, at points O pressure. And we will catch you bitches next Monday. I don't think you're a bitch. <laughs>